everyone, and welcome to Superhero Speak. I'm your host, Dave. And John. JD. And uh, continuing our conversation on the Keaton Batman movies, we brought in, of course, our good friend, 8-Bit Ray. How are you doing, sir? Doing very well, sir. Back again. You know, I'm, I'm just going to consider myself part of the crew now. You know, I've been here. What, all now? right. Welcome to the Four. team. Yep. All right. Here we go. We're in. Done. Done deal. All right. Awesome. A temporary permanent member. I love it. <laughs> no, you're a permanent temporary member. It's true. Okay. <laughs> we're, all, we're all temporary. So how was your week, Ray? My week was fine. Are we talking about from the last time we recorded, which was what, Tuesday? Yes. So it's not really, really a week, sir, but uh, it's been fine. Yeah, it's been fine. Uh, nothing really has changed. I watched Hawkeye, and I remember five minutes of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Kept your attention. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a hot product, let me tell you. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I know John doesn't share this that sentiment. No, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. You know? Yeah. It is different. I mean, it, it's, it's it's no WandaVision. Let's 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 be real here. Well, it's not supposed I mean, to be. It doesn't have that quality, you know. It's fine for what it is. It, it'll be something that you watch every year cuz you're like, "Oh shit, it, it's a Christmas theme." You know, now I got I know they are pushing you that. <laughs> yes. Ugly sweaters and all. Yeah, what else? But, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, uh, usually I watch Happy around this time of year. I watch oh, the, first season of, I love the first season of Happy. Really enjoyed that. Nobody talks about it. I loved it. It's great. And my, my family has the, this, I mean, basically every year they watch Elf. They all gather together and watch Elf. Makes sense. Gremlins is the greatest Christmas film ever made. <laughs> so what else is new with you, John? Anything good this week? No, nothing, nothing good. I mean, you know. No? No, spent spent all Friday night into Saturday morning till like 4 a.m. dealing with a, a technical problem that hit a lot of systems around the world. Did you get that Viagra to fix that? No, Concerta. <laughs> oh, okay. Are we, talking about the, are we talking about the Amazon glitch? No. No, there was. No? Well, depends. Like, there was an Amazon glitch last week, but. Oh, there was. Let me tell you. Yeah. But really? There was. Yeah. Yeah, we had systems we have a systems in Amazon too. That was not fun, but this was worse. Much worse. Yeah, that's that's like what a... they call it. They called it a glitch. I know better than that. y'all got uh cyber attacked. I'm not I'm sure of it. Yeah. They didn't get cyber attacked, it's just that Amazon's code sucks and their system went down. Oh, I know. You should see their GPS sometimes. Oh man, they will take you on some wild adventure. <laughs> they will take you they will take you on roads that aren't even roads. It left me in the middle of a field one time and said, turn left. To what? The fucking trees? Oh, I love I, it. Oh, uh, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I worked for Amazon at one point. Their code sucks. It is. It is. I thought I thought when I worked for a place called GSI Commerce, it was it, I had seen the worst code, but then I worked for them and I'm like, nope, nope. They got them beat. So anyway, yeah, I feel, just no, nothing else really interesting. Episode 104 on uh, <laughs> on, on, on uh, One Piece, you know. So I'm I'm trucking along with that. I should finish that around 2030. <laughs> Only 896 more episodes to go. Well, ooh, they're still ooh. making them, so <laughs> it's like you know I have to catch up for to you know their their output. <laughs> and how about you, Mr. Wrestler? Oh. A lot of wrestling going on right now, actually, unfortunately. Just busy. Like, working with the little kids this year has just added so much time to my life. So we've just been... We actually got COVIDed out. We were supposed to have something yesterday. And they had to cancel. Uh, yeah. uh, one of the biggest schools in the state, Oak Park River Forest, is 
basically shut down for two weeks. So uh, we had the day off. So it was all right. And then we had a little kids tournament at our high school today. So, you know, I don't know. It is what it is. Like I said, not a slow time of year, just editing, editing another book and getting ready to launch that. And it's like first quarter 2021 or 2022. Jeez. Years flying by. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it rewarding though, working with the little kids? Honestly, honestly, my five-year-olds, I've never coached five-year-olds before this year because the Andy's a five-year-old. Uh-huh. He did not, he did not wrestle. He will not be competing this year, but the ones that did beat the shit out of other kids. I was so thrilled. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, I got killers. I was running around going, my five-year-olds are killers. They're beating the snots out of everybody. This is great. So that was like, yeah, that made me really happy. But Andy is not a killer. No, Andy is a killer. That's why he's not ready for it. Yeah. Andy's not, uh, we're not in tune with our emotions yet. So ah. mom, that was the deal made with mom is that we would not compete this year. Hmm. So, just practice. Just practice. Speaking of, the devil, of devil, can I help you? I'm on the show, buddy. Um, I just want to say hi. You want to say hi? I'm say hi. Okay, Hello. bye, buddy. Bye. Better watch yourself, JD. That's a killer. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of temporary permanent members of the group, <laughs> yes, he he likes to show up frequently. Yes, he does. Uh, so yeah, that's my weekend. How are you, yeah. Dave? How are yeah. things? Things are good. Definitely feeling a lot better. And I binged the second half of the Masters of the Universe. What'd you think? I haven't gotten there yet. You can think. Tell did me. You, tell what you think. Did you watch it at all, JD? Oh God, no. It's it, it. It was weird. There's a there's a slight shift in tone in the second half, which kind of shocked me. And I I don't know. I just have this feeling watching it like. They did the first half, and then he got a bunch of notes, and I think he changed stuff in the second half. But the animation doesn't work like that. It takes, yeah, but it, takes the, time, it takes a lot of time to draw an anime. Like, remember, they, no, no. all those voices were recorded years ago, like at least a year and a half ago. Mm. Yeah, I still think it's possible that, that they did the first six episodes, and they took a look at it and said, ah, I think you got to change this and this and this before mm. they finished it up. I, I'm telling you, it's just so weird. And then, like, again, my, my complaint... But the first half, there's just the writing is just not there. Like there's a storyline that kind of starts off with Prince Adam's parents that just doesn't go anywhere. They keep setting up these redemption arcs for the villains that don't go anywhere. And it's just like, why, why, why are you doing this? Like stick the landing, you know, and just I felt like they weren't doing that. So sometimes it's good to like to not deliver a potential storyline, though, right? Because you want to like you don't want the, the path of a character to be just laid out, right? You want them to have options and places they can go. So when they, like, it's almost like you think they're going to go A and then they go B, right? That is storytelling. Like, I don't think that, I don't know. I get what you're saying. Like, it's that, that's not necessarily an undelivered story. It could be a choice. Like, yeah. trying to set up, trying to set up redemption, but then no, they don't, they don't redeem, which just reaffirms their villainy. True, it, true. Usually <laughs> that has to be like a full, like, thought. Like, you know, like the plot has to, make it apparent that that was the choice they made right it sounds like dave that it just kind of faded out or like they didn't even well i mean yeah i mean the one the one obvious you knew he wasn't going to redeem himself and that's of course skeletor but like why would why would you ever want to like write skeletor as redeemable i don't know but they definitely like started down that path and then they like and then they didn't go you know they didn't go that way but it was weird like yeah, why are you trying to make Skeletor redeemable in some fashion? So that's weird. Yeah, it's it's Masters of the Universe. What were you expecting? The first six seasons of Game of Thrones? I mean, what, what were you really thinking you were getting out of that? <laughs> Except he got the last season. The last season of Game of Thrones. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's just not, I don't know, It's like, it just feels like it just wasn't quite there. Yeah, that was the last season of Game of Thrones. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Lots oh, that go nowhere, go. right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Changes in tone, right? Yeah, it's like everything's right there. Complete changes in character, like on yeah. the drop of a dime. Yeah, that's, that's uh, the last season of Game of Thrones there, Dave. And a rushed plot. Yeah. The only thing, yeah. the only thing you're missing is dragons, brother. Were you missing dragons? It is he, man. Yeah, no, there was no dragons. Well, well wait, Battle Cat is half dragon. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Battle Cat's half dragon. Hmm, okay. What? I never heard that before. That's 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 canon. It's he's he's half dragon and he's he can't stay as as Battle Cat for too long or else he will literally like go berserk from his from the dragon blood. Is that from that like the reboot cartoon in the two thousand early two thousands? Yeah, but it's still canon. Is Probably from no? the toy. Probably from the toy. Yeah. Like those toy cart those toy comics that were made in the eighties. Canon actually did make the Masters of the Universe movie. <laughs> so, oh. it's, it canon. so it's canon. canon. That okay. was bad. <laughs> yes, it was, but I liked it. It's, John Byrne called it the best uh, fourth Jack Kirby fourth world movie ever made. <laughs> nice i haven't thought of it that way before but yeah absolutely and when you look at masters of the universe through the eyes of the fourth world it absolutely is they go through a boom tube he-man is absolutely uh orion skeletor is far closer to dark side than he is a skeletor jeez oh my goodness yeah they go to earth instead of hanging out in eternia like it's absolutely jack kirby's fourth world (sighs) well speaking of the fourth world let's let's look at a little social media madness you do that yeah, go go for it, dude. It's all you. <laughs> so, of course, we talked about DC's League of Super Pets. Everyone's looking forward to that. Um, are we? Are we really though? At Twelve. My five-year-old is so kind of. Uh, the ODPH podcast said, "Looks like fun, but more amped for Spider Verse." Well, yeah. Random Randy Savage pointed something out. You have to be impressed with the big brass ones to go on the same weekend as Spider Verse. Oh, is it going on the same weekend as Spider-Verse? That's yeah. like, why do they want to lose money? Like, that's... Well, Spider-Verse is going to skew older, but I think that a lot of kids are still going to want to see it. That's a that's a choice, man. That's a yeah. choice. That is a choice. And then Timothy Jones, we haven't heard from him in a while. No, it's been a while. This is a cute and fun idea. I knew a thing or two about dogs with capes. Hmm. <laughs> Sour grapes, ladies nice. and gentlemen, available in finer newspapers across the country. Well, well yada, yada. <laughs> we also talked about Sony going to give us three more Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, which I know Ray is extremely <laughs> excited for. <sighs> to which Timothy Jones also replied, and he said, Hi, guys, this is amazing and spectacular. My Timmy Tingle tells me that there will be even more. It's probably a shampoo for that. Timothy Jones is officially banned from social media madness. No, 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 no. no. I can't ban them. I thought I was part of the show, guys. I thought I was part of the. We we can't even ban him. It doesn't. No, it's not. It's not possible. Tim. Tim is like the shampoo that you need to get rid of thing, but you can't get rid of Tim. Nor do we want to. Nor do we want to. I love Tim. Sorry, we love love Timothy Tingles, (laughs) (laughs) which might be his new nickname. All right, Timothy Tingles. I think I love it. And then finally, we talked about uh, Netflix is developing a Power Rangers interconnected film series. Good luck with that. To which Todd Ace Crawford, Dream Investor, said, I mean, the bar is low on Power Rangers content as is not sure how they 
could fumble it. Was the bar ever high? You know, I don't, I don't think so. Considering yeah. considering everything else that's been done with the Power Rangers, there are several ways you can fumble it. Like, you know, it's not that hard to fumble. And then our good friend Random Randy Savage from the Cult 45 podcast said, time for a dark and gritty Power Rangers. And he gave us... They tried that. Yeah, they was they that what they tried? That yes. movie. Yeah, that was terrible. And he gave us the gif of Gritty, the Flyers mascot. That's pretty much the gritty reboot that we got. Yes. So all, as long as Gritty is eating a donut, you know, a Krispy Kreme, because that. Oh my God. Obviously. And the, and the after credit scene left it open for a sequel that nobody asked for. Nobody also, asked for. Yeah. also like Masters of the Universe. <laughs> right. Also like Game of Thrones. Weird, right? No. It's, it's all connected. It's all, didn't, yeah. It's all. Didn't we have Elizabeth Banks' uh, Rita Repulsa in that Power Rangers movie? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it was Elizabeth Banks. Uh, yes, yes. I'm looking right now. And That's she was awful. the green. She was the Green Ranger. Just so oh, she was. Oh, yeah. Okay. In that movie, yeah, I didn't that know movie. that. She, she looks pretty. Green. She looks pretty good. So I'll allow it. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all the social media madness for the week. John will be doing much rejoicing. Thank God. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. And if you want to know how you could be. You can follow us on how you can follow us on social media and be part of social media madness. Here's our good friend D Square to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Boring the show. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that, Don. And while we're here, Ray, tell all the people where they can find the Gorilla Brain Podcast. You can catch the Gorilla Brain Podcast on any podcasting app that's out there. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, it's out there. I'm out there. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Gorilla Brain Pod. You can catch me on Instagram at Gorilla Brain Podcast. I've been posting a lot of funny stuff lately. It's been good stuff. But let's see. Yeah. And uh, you can also catch me on TikTok at 8BitRay. A lot of fun stuff going on over there. And catch me on Twitch every now and again, pretty much every night, late night at 8BitRay. And that's pretty much it. Cool. And don't forget to check out these square on the Mega Level Nerds podcast available on YouTube and mostly where podcasts are available. And on that note, we're going to take our first commercial break and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right, right back. back. <laughs> Is that how it goes, John? Yep. God, yeah, I, miss, yeah. I actually miss those days. Child, childhood? <laughs> Child. You yeah. just sitting around the radio listening to your favorite shows? Oh, 
that well would be. yeah a- after they introduced radio i mean you know before that it was all the you know pony express and and well we used to sit around the telegraph too you know? i used to sit around the radio <laughs> waiting for zorro yeah the legend of zorro that was a good <laughs> all zorro. right he makes the sign of the sea <laughs> all right we are back and i thought uh, we were back yeah i thought we were too there no. isn't a lot of news to talk about this week but i scraped the bottom of the barrel for some things and the first one is near and dear to my heart because it's a sequel to an amazing movie's coming out we got our first look at sonic 2 you know it wasn't that bad actually i have never seen it before i keep thinking i should and it's it's streaming now right yeah, it's on oh, uh, yeah, yeah. sonic Sonic yeah. is on what Hulu, Amazon, like you name it. It's, yeah, it's everywhere there. now. Huh. I'll have to take a look at it then. That was great. Yeah. You get Cyclops is like the buddy cop, and you know, Sonic being just Sonic, you know. I I really enjoyed it's, it. It's, what, what, and they, it was one of the best Jim Carrey roles in a long time. Decades. Yeah. And it was the last successful movie before COVID hit. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah, so it was like the most profitable movie that year amazing the main the main thing the main complaint i've heard about it is it's a it's a it's a buddy cop yeah like you said it's a buddy cop movie of them going across the u.s or something in a car and he's sonic so why what do you mean they could run across why is he in a car he, he could go like there immediately it was more efficient room. yeah it was just bonding yeah. uh what, what's the space was keeping him hidden from robotnik Jim Carrey, who played that was an amazing role that he did. I'm so yes. glad he, for part two. He he looks great. He's got the the Eggman stash now. The stash. Just, yeah. Yes, the after credit scene of Sonic. You'll you'll eventually watch it, John. I will but watch the, it. Yeah, but the after credit scene, you know, they open it up for. I mean, there's no shocker here because he's in the trailer. Is is you know miles per hour. You know tails. Mm-hmm. So. You know, and then you see Jim Carrey, you know, discovering the Chaos Emerald. So it kind of opens everything up in the after credit scene for the part two that you knew you were going to get because it was financially successful. I mean, it made a lot of money. And it's fun because adults can watch it because, you know, people my age grew up playing Sega, Nintendo, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so we grew up with Sonic. So it's kind of near and dear to us. So I could see how people my age would take their kids to see Sonic even if their kids weren't really into Sonic, even though Sonic is still relevant to this day. Financially, you know, I mean, they still make games. They make Sonic Tennis and All-Stars and Racing, and yeah. they haven't made a really good Sonic game probably about 25 years. But, but you know, they're making these movies now. They look great. They're fun. I say keep doing it until the well runs dry. There were two animated shows, too. One of them was really good. Yes. Um, so Not the first one. No, right. The second one. Yes. 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 Watch the second one. <laughs> Don't watch the first one. The animation's terrible. The voice acting is even worse. Sonic is not even really Sonic. Just just skip that one altogether. Just yeah. just that just as an aside, there is a Death Battle episode on YouTube. Death Battle, it's it was Flash versus Sonic. It's really interesting. Depends uh, on which flash. Barry Allen, I think it was. Sonic. I don't think Barry's I don't just know. gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> and and then we're getting uh Idris Elba as Knuckles. That's such an interesting choice. Yes. <laughs> he, had, he, uh, he had one line in that entire trailer, and it set yes. the internet on fire. Everybody's just, oh, my God, he sounds so good as Knuckles. Like, what did you want Knuckles to sound like? I mean. <laughs> yeah. He's well, just no, doing his voice. It's not like yeah. he's doing a voice. 
they they right. could they they could have miscast that pretty badly but looks i mean you guys seem to like it a lot i mean the 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 chatter is good idris elba's voice is perfect for knuckles it's what i would it's what i would hear i'm in my head so you know but you hear a lot of voices in your head well yeah but i've learned to focus on one at a time oh, oh okay, okay, okay three at a time but you know <laughs> how about how are you jd is, is your little one excited for this I don't think he's seen the trailer yet. He's all geeked up for uh, the Spider-Man movie coming out this week. Uh, so that's where the focus is. But yeah, we'll, well, I'm not going to go to the theater to see it because I don't want to. But uh, when it comes home, when it comes out on uh, some type of a streaming platform, we'll be watching it. I mean, I'll have to go to the theater to, to watch it because uh, I saw the first one in the theater. Yeah, you have to. Yes, it's, it's an obligation now. Well, they, they still do social distancing here. Like if I buy a seat at the one that I go to, they still reserve yeah. the two seats inside. So I should be okay. I'll just go to an early matinee when nobody go, nobody's going anyway. There you go. But, When's it, it's like February, right? It's coming out. What? what? Something like that. Yeah, I think February. Yeah. No, or no, Sonic. The Sonic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sonic is it coming out. Yeah. We're talking about, we were talking about Spider-Man. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's next week. Spider comes out this week. Yeah. That's going yeah. out soon. <laughs> I mean, of course, we all know that. Okay, we don't even know what we're talking about anymore. No. Um, I assume we're reviewing Spider-Man next week. Is this, am I wrong on this? No, you are not wrong. What's that? Yes. All right. Well, we beat that one to death, so let's move along. No, Tom Holland beats that to death. Oh, JC my gosh. Ooh. Wow. JD has yet to watch <laughs> What If. Think I'm not going to. Yeah. Think, think the foot's down. Think I'm not going to watch it. Really? Yeah. I woke up. I woke up the other morning. And it was yesterday, actually. And Andy goes, Dad, did you know there's zombies in the Marvel Universe? And I looked, and he's got my phone, and he's watching What If. And I went, oh, no, you've seen it, and I haven't. So good job, kid. I mean, you could just pick a couple episodes out of there. You don't have to watch them all. Like, the the Star-Lord one was okay. I don't like the animation style. So, like, I just, I don't know. Like, I tried to watch it, and I eh, just didn't do anything for me. It's like that cell shading, almost. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't yeah. care for it. I don't care for it. So I think I'm out. Well, well I, I'll tell you what. When we talk about it, you put Andy on, and we'll have him, we'll have him review it with. <laughs> he'll, us. he'll love that. The attention that you guys will let him talk on a podcast. He'll yes, he'll eat that up. Well, the Captain Carter character was so popular from the show. She's getting her own Marvel miniseries. So this is uh, why because it'll sell books. Oh yeah, for a comic, yeah, people. I guess I guess people yeah. will buy it. You know. I think it might be an IP thing too. It's like, because you release a miniseries, then you can say you own the rights to the character in this film too. Yeah. It's uh, you just have to put those things out. Jamie McKevill? Jamie McKevill? Yeah, he's big. McKevill. And Marika Cresta is the artist on the book. So I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm not, I'm not interested in it, but I'm sure there's an audience for it. Didn't Captain Carter exist before this? No. Well, Peggy Carter did. But not like Peggy this. Cur- but not like this. Yeah, that this oh, is a I thought, total I thought creation that, from what if. Yeah, mm-hmm. I th- I thought that had been that was something before. I didn't know that this was like brand new, like a Harley Quinn situation. Yeah, you might be thinking like Captain Britain, like Psylocke before she was Psylocke. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She might be more popular though than Captain Britain. Captain so. Britain, I don't think it was ever popular. Yeah. No. <laughs> Maybe no. in the UK. Maybe in the UK in the seventies when Alan Moore's running it, but I'm not even sure about that. I don't know. Do we have any British fans listening who can tell us? Let us know. How many of you 50-plus fans like were reading Captain Britain in the 70s can tell us, did people get into that? Or the early 80s, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, early 80s. Yeah. God, I feel old. Well, I do know yeah. that what the one thing that spun, spun off of What If was that Marvel Zombies is getting their own show, right? I think we They're talked about their, that. 
Didn't we talk I'm, about that? I, I'm not into no. Marvel zombies. It's like, really? I think, I think well, well, I mean, what? we For the last 15 years, zombies have ruled the world, right? Like, Unfortunately, thanks, Zack Snyder. Yeah. And Robert Kirkman. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, I think, I think I'm, I'm tired of going to the, the conventions and my badge is always the walking dead stuff. I mean, I, I just, I want, it's time for it, something else. It oh, I'm not saying, oh, I'm not saying that Marvel zombies are the greatest stories ever told by no means, no way, but I do love the covers. And especially in Marvel Zombies 3, they had all the horror movie covers. So you had Evil Dead. I do remember that. They had yeah. A, yeah, they had a Justice League ripoff, which was great. They got away with that. I loved it. The Holy Trinity. And uh, Matt, they, all the horror ones I loved. And the first the first set of Marvel Zombies, I only have a couple of them, but they're the classic covers. And I just like the covers, if anything. Give a yeah. shit about them. Oh, the, like, the fourth one, the fourth Marvel Zombies forehead, what F- Howard the Duck start Howard the Duck and like Headpool or something. <laughs> the shit went off the rails. Why, why? That's not storytelling. That's just selling books just to sell books. Yeah, it is. And John, it wasn't Walking Dead this year either. It wasn't. No, well, I didn't go this year. So I think it's been Walking exactly. Dead for a while. Walking Dead is not what the Walking Dead used to be. No. Yeah. Yeah. Is it so, even still on? There. No. Yeah. The show? Yes, the show is still on. I don't watch it. I haven't watched since uh, season seven. So pretty much the season after Negan came on, I stopped watching. And then the comic, I know that they're re-releasing it in color. That's the last I've heard of anything Walking Dead. Besides yeah. that it ended. Robert yes. Kirkman loves reprints. Absolutely oh, yeah. loves them. I would like to see them in color. I'm not going to lie. I, I it's been on 12 years? The show premiered in 2010. 10. Yeah. Yeah. A huh. long time. Yeah, it's and, and I'm they have a, a off too. They have that fear of the walking dead, so they have two shows running. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's time to go back to like vampires or brings bring, you know, I don't know, mummies back. I don't know. Well, what's the net what's what's next Werewolf. on yeah, the bingo they, list, they, right? They they tried bringing the Werewolf. mummy back. Remember that Tom Cruise movie? Oh they yeah, that's right. They kept <laughs> and that put the nail in that coffin. Yep, pretty quick. It was pretty bad. She wasn't even a mummy for crying out loud. No. Nope, she was not. <laughs> Mummy Brendan, and name only. I like the uh-huh. Brendan Fraser movie. The Brendan Fraser movie is fun. People expected it to be like a horror movie, and it was an Indiana Jones remake, basically. Basically, that, yeah. Once you accept funny. that, it was good. I loved it, too. I like The Mummy is real fun. Mummy Returns is kind of corny. Mummy 3 is kind of bad. Yeah, yeah. when they found The Rock in the Jungle. That would be in the Mummy 2. Oh, yeah, The Rock is in the Jungle on that one, too. Yep, yeah. the theme the continues. Theme well, yep. <laughs> the reason 3 didn't do well is because Rachel Weisz was replaced. But it had Jet Li. It had Jet Li, but... True. Yeah. He was only in it for about 10 minutes because he was filming like three other movies at the same time. So he could <laughs> only he could only show up certain days and they had to do what they could with the time they had. And that's when why Jet he was only was... in it about 10 minutes. That's why he's a statue most of the movie. That's why when Jet Li was big, man. It's funny, you the, the rock in the jungle thing, like... There it is um, again. Like, oh. after we talked about that last week, and I like I noticed it before, I never really thought about it, all of a sudden, these memes started popping up in my feed where it's like, there's four pictures of The Rock in the jungle. Yeah. And it's like, these are four different movies. Yeah, it's true. I never thought about it before, but it's it's accurate. <laughs> no one ever thought about it. We're the first. <laughs> oh, no, we weren't the first. I mean, I heard it from somebody else. And then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. You just, it's- will you just steal credit for once and just accept yeah, it? Come on, know, John. Just say, yes, we are awesome. Yes, we're awesome. We yeah. figured on, John. this out. Say it. To- to- totally, uh, totally our idea. We, we, yes there, you, there go. you go there you go slap the patent and the copyright on it come on man 
get on board. All right. Well, here's an idea that wasn't ours, but I'm kind of looking forward to. I know, I know, John and JD aren't big gamers. Ray, I don't know how big of a gamer you are anymore. I have but, a Twitch channel. Oh, well, that's true. So that's, that, that means big. That means I'm a big gamer. Wait, yes. what do you what do you mean, big gamers? I I've been the I've been the the guild leader in two different games. So what? This, he plays these little phone games. Not just phone game, no. Albion's bigger. And Dun- we're not talking Dungeons and Dragons either. I'm having a stroke. What are we talking about here? What is what is a guild leader that's bigger? What, I, is I, that, I, what does I, that I've, mean? I've, I've run guilds on like Viking Clash hey, of Clans. Hey, and... Coffin, hey, COVID Charlie, mute button. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I've been, I've been, I, I've run guilds on, on some of these games. I've been, what is a, guild... a what is a game guild? I don't know. I'm not, I don't play. The you, you run, you run a guild of, of people. Like you basically, it's a group of people that work together. So you oh. can get, you get bonuses by working together and, you know, basically you fight against, for the most part, in almost every game I played, you fight against the Russians because you get these rich Russian oligarchs who just buy their way into, you know, the highest levels. And then you, you, the rest of us spend the time either avoiding them or trying to fight against them. There's a movie there. I just can't figure out where to stick the landing. Oh, there probably is. Yeah. yeah. Well, a monolith has an- announced, sorry, that's the word I was looking for. I'm going to party. So I can. Andrew. Oh, we get interrupted again. So Monolith has announced an open world Wonder Woman game and no no gameplay footage yet, but the the little bit animani- animaniacs <laughs> animation that they showed looks pretty good, I think. That's a terrible idea though. They've tried oh. superhero games before. How do you make an entire open world RPG around a single character? Did you play the Arkham series? Oh, it's pretty popular. Oh, yeah. if they're if they're gonna do that, this is like you said, open I mean, world. But like you, if you're playing as Wonder Woman, okay. I thought this was gonna, gonna be like the the Heroes game they had a while back, where you know, no, 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 no. Heroes or something. And from my understanding, for a while they were trying to do a Superman game, and they kind of abandoned it. So they, yeah, that's been abandoned several times over over the last four decades. You know how much money has been spent trying to develop ancillary properties for Superman that never stick the landing? It's astonishing. Yeah. Just play Superman 64. Be happy with what you got. Oh my God, that game is terrible. Yeah, fly through the rings. Yeah, I know. I know. That was terrible. <laughs> and the sad thing, it's the best of the bunch, right? I mean, like, uh, seriously. Yeah, the like, old how Nintendo you... game is pretty awful. There was a, a Superman side-scroller on Super Nintendo that was pretty fun, but it was like Justice League. I remember that. Yeah. yeah I mean, Super... the problem with Superman is he's so powerful. How do you, like, Yeah. Right. how do you have him go up against things and make it fun why why does superman even have, need a health bar like you know it's like I, it gets yeah. in the com- this is thing in like i can see why it's tough for a video game but like this isn't in comics like the silver age really screwed this character up where it's like well he can do oh, anything yeah. and it's like oh okay mm-hmm. well how do you write around this i don't so, even think it's so much the character i mean it's just the studio in general monolith what have they made what condemned the fear game oh god silent hill origins blah blah no. yeah hmm. uh, but they did do Middle Earth. They did do that big RPG, that MMORPG. So yes. they do have a little. I think that's bit the only thing I played from them. This is the Middle Earth most games. people played from them. I love the Fear games. That's just okay. me personally. But Silent Hill Origins, Fear, Condemned, yeah, not still good. So yeah, I would have gave it to a bigger studio. To be honest with you, wouldn't have went with Monolith on this one. But I mean, yeah. what would you actually do as Wonder Woman? You're you're gonna fight Cheetah and make out sure. with Batman. Aries, you can fight Aries. There's lots of yeah, Greek gods. Yeah. yeah, you can. You can God of War, yeah, that would be you the bat, the 
big bad at the end probably you could you could like strike down uh world war one era german uh biplanes uh, you, yeah. can, you could do no man's land that scene was pretty awesome right well, that could right. be a video game i don't well, know the, the, yeah. the thing the thing is the gameplay you're, they're gonna have to get the 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 use of the lasso that's gonna be like if they can get the use right. of the lasso right and i think that'll be the key to like her is game it hard? Part, is what? that hard? Is that hard to get a lasso thing right in video games? No, I don't think so. But I mean, that's going to be like. Seen... Well, no. They, the answer is they, no. They failed, <laughs> no, no. They failed at Spider-Man games because of because of that because of stuff. I can like see that. The I can, main but mechanic. I mean, but now, like these like Spider-Man that. games are awesome. Like I'm not. Yeah. Andy yeah. watches the videos on YouTube of dudes playing Spider. I'm talking to the Twitch channel guy. You know, like. He just loves watching people play these video games. And I, I even get lost in it too. It's like a movie. So, I mean, I can't see this being that, again, complete video game nincompoop. But it seems like it could be done. Not hard, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. It could be done, but if you played any type of these RPGs that are out lately, like Demon Souls and things like that, you, you're really going to have to grind and upgrade. That, that lasso is going to be garbage. Like, all your weapons is Wonder Woman. You think you're going to go in as badass, and you're not. You're going to be level one. And you're going to have to work your way up. It's going to suck. You're not going to feel empowered as Wonder Woman. You're going to grind and you're going to hate the game. Well, that's if they write it, if they write it that way, where you actually have to level Wonder Woman up, which doesn't make any sense to begin with. Hmm. But, you know, same thing goes for Batman. Like the Batman games, though, they were good, right? Did anybody hear? Yes, the Arkham games were great. Yes. Right. And you didn't have to level them up, right? You didn't have to level them up. No, you 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 get upgraded equipment. Yeah. 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 Okay, but even even his his Telltale game was really fun. The little point and click, you know, choose your you know conversations. You played Telltale games before? Yeah. Okay. So essentially that, but that was really really good. I I really enjoyed playing that Telltale. About uh, it, this is going to be another Superman thing, but the only way I, the only way off the top of my head I can think they can make this work is Wonder Woman has to go find all of her artifacts before she can use them. I think you like can get away tiara with that. The, I was about to say, I think you can get away with that more with Wonder Woman than you can with Superman because Superman doesn't have a utility belt or anything. All of his right. powers are his. So I took Andy to the arcade yesterday and I played that Batman Batmobile game. That was fun. Mm. I died very quickly, but it was fun. There are no arcades around. Did you, did you deliver the Penguins lines from Batman Returns? Oh, God. I didn't know them until today. I couldn't remember them oh. until about three hours ago. Now I got yeah. them. You had a perfect oh opportunity. I know. Today. I thought about. I literally thought about that too while we were watching it today. <laughs> my gosh, that movie! I can't wait to talk about it. Okay, well, we're gonna. Well, talk about it. why don't we? All right. Yeah, well, let's get then to on it. that let's... note, let's uh, take our last commercial break, and we'll be right back with Batman Returns. After these messages, we'll be right back. The most 1992 delivery I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Boys and girls, we're back. It, it really is a light week. We're we're only a half an hour in, and we're right to the main story. We're right to the main topic. We have a reasonable show this week. <laughs> Define reasonable. Reasonably length, I should say. Uh, okay. Well, okay. It depends on how much we have to how, how much we have to say about this. Very accurate. So, 1992, <laughs> Michael Keaton, Michelle Pfeiffer, Danny DeVito, and Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Wow. Batman Returns, what which when you it was nice to see Michael Keaton actually get top billing this time, as opposed to Jack Nicholson and in, in Batman. Oh, true. Nicholson, yeah. Nicholson works. He's the top. He he works on top. That's that's in the all contract. Right. So I have a feeling it's been a while for all of us since we've seen this movie. Yes, wrong. Well, I know Ray's seen it a bunch, but I I haven't seen it in probably over a decade. I want to. I've watched it three times this year. 
I, I, it's been two decades for me, at least. So first off, did it get everyone into the Christmas mood? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. What other way do you light your Christmas tree besides throwing a dead body onto it? Exactly. I feel like, I feel like adopting a penguin. So, you know. There you go. <laughs> you know, they mixed and matched Bonder. robotic and actual penguins in that movie. And the real penguins were so confused that the <laughs> yeah. robot penguins weren't like associating with them. They said it was a real problem. True story. <laughs> Oh, you want to know the other true story? Oh, was it Kim Basinger? No, not Kim. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. She learned how to use that whip. Every time you see her, like in the department oh, yeah. store, whipping the heads off, that was her. Yeah, yeah. Like, committed. Like when they when they finished that scene and they yelled "cut," the entire crew. Like I think they've got videos of it. The entire it. crew goes wild. Like, yeah, because she nailed that whole. That's because that's one shot, yeah. right? They yeah. are cutting away. She's like nailing yeah. that shit. Yeah. Okay, I can't wait to talk about this. Continue to. Well, actually, so I think the first thing I I noticed about this movie is this is way more Tim Burton than the oh, first yeah. one. Yeah, like yeah. this is full. This yeah. one was full blown Tim Burton going it's, into this. It plays what, almost what like a def- fable than it does. Well, what would you define as Tim Burton? Like what is full blown Tim Burton? An aesthetic, a certain aesthetic, right? A certain production design, specifically like typical themes, outsider themes you know, wild production design, art, background and art interiors with like bizarre jagged shapes to them. A uh, little Dr. Caligari-ish in a lot of ways. Like, like, That's right. what I would call Tim Burton. Like for the um, sets, like for the sets mm-hmm. in the first one, it looked industrial, but in this one, you've got the giant, you know, naked. Schumacher and... just embraced in oh, the next God, one. Yes. Schumacher's yeah. like, yes, big rip dude statues. Yep. 50 of them. Yeah, but, but, but add, add dialogue Holding to up that. Holding a bridge. Tim, yes. uh, Tim Burton dialogue is dialogue for dialogue's sake. He's almost M. Night. He's like, he was M. Night Shyamalan before M. Night Shyamalan came on with the, the dialogue. Just, yeah. John, I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to say this to you right now. I completely disagree with you on that. Huh. No, people, people sitting there alone saying things just for the camera that isn't technically there. There is a lot of that. There is a lot of that. I'm not going to disagree, but there's also some of the best conversation in this movie of any Batman movie, just people talking. I'd like to fill her void. That's good conversation. No, it's not. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the scene with Batman, like Bruce Wayne talking to Max Shrek. You know, Bruce Wayne actually being a functional person, a functional rich guy. Yes, yes. exists in the world, right? All right, I'm going to get, I'm going to let This movie's fucking awesome. This movie is freaking fantastic. It is aged. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. Ray, you were right, man. Like, this movie has aged so much better than I thought it was. Second best Batman movie ever. And that's because I really love Dark Knight. But this is a completely different Batman movie. And it rules. It rules so hard. It's so good. It's so good. It's better than 89. Yes, it is better than 89. I love Batman 89. It's... Dude, Michael, like, this is the most... Batman is a detective in this movie, right? He does detective yep, yeah. work. Bruce Wayne exists as a functional member of Gotham society, and he's using his abilities as Bruce Wayne to fight the power. This whole thing is ba- is not Batman's fight. It's Bruce Wayne's fight. He's yeah, trying yeah. to stop Max Shrek, the evil version of himself, from stealing Gotham City's power and giving it back. Is the plot over the top? Yeah, again, it won- it's also a comic book movie. This movie really channels comic like batman comics in specific from the late 80s early 90s like this feels exactly like something denny o'neill would have allowed tim burton to do as the writer of batman yeah right it's awesome man it's so good i love this movie yeah and if you do if you do the total of what batman time in the entire film it's only like 13 or 14 minutes so the entire movie that he is in costume as batman yeah 
and he's actually like and him as him as Bruce Wayne and you get such great moments because remember we talked about this like, I said I wish there was more for Bruce Wayne and Alfred to do it's there in this one it's yes. totally there they interact with each other they have great chemistry they talk about stuff he made okay who let Vicky Vale into the Batcave where of course Batman would be pissed about that he works this hard to create this secret entity and his dickhead butler just lets this blonde that he you know hung out with one time in and he's like oh thanks a lot man and now she's gone so that secret's floating around out there I'm sure he'd be pissy about that yeah <laughs> and, like, he, and, he, and he's still very shell-shocked over uh Vicky Vale leaving because oh, he sure. had an assignment. They wrote her off, definitely. But he's still shell-shocked. Like, he's a little, you know, when he first meets Selena, he's a little hesitant, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm, I'm glad that that carried over from 89, so there is a little connective tissue there. There's such good exit. Like, when Selena comes comes back to life, for lack of a better term, and she, meet, she meets Bruce, and he's in that scene with Matt with Christopher Walken, like, Shrek has this horrified look on his face, and Bruce is just like, hell yeah. Like, he's seen this woman for the first time, and she grabs him immediately. Like, they channel the Batman Catwoman dynamic of 1989-1990 perfectly. The channel is channeled perfectly because she was because we have now we have the Tom King version of Catwoman, who's just, you know, Brubaker pretty much created her as that. Like, she's essentially like an anti-hero. That wasn't Catwoman in the 1980s. No. She was a villain. And this is, and Michelle Pfeiffer plays this super conflicted Catwoman that gives us, like, it's weird. Don't get me wrong. It's very Burton weird, but it works. And she plays it like Michelle Pfeiffer's really good in this. Like she plays this. It's maniacal, but not like terribly over the top. Not, not over the top. No, I mean it is kind of on the top, but it's like intentional. And it's like there's there's humanity behind it. Like she really feels like someone's <clears throat> losing her grip on reality. Yeah, absolutely. Right? She has like she has like split personalities. Like yeah. she wants to get close to Bruce, but she won't embrace it because you know she does, she feels that she's no good for anybody. Right, and she's dealing she, she's dealing with this trauma, right? Because she is she's yeah. almost murdered. She essentially was, according to the the script, you know, she is murdered and come back to life. Like she's dealing with this baggage, right? And then, yeah. like I love the scene where she kind of loses it in her hotel and she becomes Catwoman, right? In her in her apartment, like it's yes, it's a metaphoric, yes, it's over the top, but I mean like. Again, that's that's kind of the style of the times at the time, and she's really good in it. It, is, it says a lot, and I, I man, I just shocked at how much I really like this movie this time around. Danny, Danny DeVito is kind of is exactly what I remember him being, but mm-hmm. like I think it works, man. I think that whole first sequence where Oswald, the Oswald Cobblepot's father, like, like Paul Rubens, is the penguin that we all know and love, right? He's wearing yeah. the monocle, he's got the cigarette holder, he's dressed in the tuxedo, like he is the prototypical penguin who gave birth to this monster penguin. So like it, and oh man, everything just really hit for me in a way that I do not remember it hitting in a long time. Like I remember loving this movie when I was a kid and then I got old, like, Oh, this really isn't very good. I'm wrong. It's really good. It's yeah. really good. Sorry. I'm done. I just, I, I had to get shocked at how good this movie is. I'm shocked. Probably one of the creepiest opening credits ever. Just watching a baby float down a river. Messed up yes. too, man. It's messed up. But again, that baby, I forgot that the baby essentially eats a cat. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I got a little more sympathy for it because the first time I saw it, it felt like she gave birth and they got rid of it. But the kid was able to grab a cat and pull it in. So that thing's got to be at least like six, seven months old. So at they least. tried to or they tried just freakishly to, strong. It's or just... freakish, but you can't pick you can barely pick your head up as a newborn. Like you can't pick your head up as a newborn. So things gotta be a few months old, right? So they tried, they tried to make it work. Yeah, they probably yeah. tried to hide it away. They did definitely try to hide it away. Yeah, they realized they couldn't do anything, so they tossed them down the river because that basket, that bassinet was not, no, that was not a small bassinet like you would put a newborn baby in. So, yeah, you're right. They probably did give it a chance, but then realized 
okay, this fucker over here is eating cats. Oh, you know, he's deformed. We're we're one of the higher escalons here in Gotham. He's he's you know? dark. He's dark Moses. <laughs> he is. They throw him yeah. and they basically toss him away into the river. And then at the end, he's basically trying to get all the Gotham's firstborns. Yeah. Right. So he's like evil Moses. Yeah. yeah. So what do we think of horny penguin? I mean, wouldn't you if you look like that, wouldn't you be freaking all horny? Bro, and they were living in the, if you were living in the sewer for like 30 years, wouldn't you want some catwoman? Yeah, and wouldn't, all you see is the poodle lady. You want to show some French flipper tricks? Huh. Wouldn't you? Speaking, Jesus. speaking, Jesus. speaking of that again, Michelle Pfeiffer actually did put a live bird in her mouth. She was that is good. true. The dedication to yeah. the craft, man. She is, she's awesome. In the back, it crapped in the back of her mouth as it. Flew oh, so, just know that. And she went on with the scene. And she went on, yeah. Perfectly. That's a freaking pro, man. I love yep. Michelle and, Pfeiffer. And oh. they had to cut, they had to cut the costume off of her a few times because it was so skin tight. <laughs> so now a few times they had to moisturize her by putting like wet towelettes like letting it drip down and kind of move around and spread and then other times to get it off they had to cut it off so she was very uncomfortable while filming that so her dedication to this role above that, above no else that mm. adds something too to the character like just like because you could see how her anger like the character room character is so angry at the world and she definitely had to be like pissy while playing and i think that really <laughs> and that, that comes out too in her performance right yeah like, all right so john clearly you didn't like this movie. i don't dislike it but it it's it's for me it's the first movie in the long long dark slide down into m- insanity like like Isn't it a every, long slide? I think it slid pretty quickly. To be well, honest, well, it's that's true. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's just like you know, it. This is a hop, skip, and a jump from you know ice puns every, every time. Uh, you know, I'm gonna stop you right here. Do you, Do you realize that in '89, Batman Joker killed a man with a hand buzzer? Yes, well, I like that movie. Say, and you want to say that Batman Returns is what sent it off the rails? No, not sent it, but you could start to see it start to slide. I mean, no, yeah, everything that JD that JD said is true, and he's he's pulling me back a little bit because you know, like the uh, him and uh, what was it, Bruce Wayne and Alfred working together. I like, love that man. See, yeah, you yeah. get to see him like working with him. I like that. Yeah, that was that was really good. It's just that you know the the dialogue started to go off the rails, and you know it it became it was. It was more of a performance than a performance, you know, in some places. And yeah. it just, it started to, to show, you know, what happens when there's no guardrails. Like, I, I, I still like it better than the rest, you know, except I think, I think I put Batman Begins above this, but or mm. Batman, Retur- yeah, Batman Begins above this. But other, other than that, I'd put this, you know, even you, you I, think- I know you've got like, this is number one, but I'd put it as third. For me, I got it. It's two for me. I think Dark Knight is better, but I like I like this better than eighty nine. I, I there's parts of Batman Begins that I think are phenomenal. There's parts I think don't age well. Like I don't know if Christian Christian Bale ever wrapped his head around Batman. Like I really like this Bruce Wayne. Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne is actually much better than I remember it being. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. This is different. Think, it's just a it's a different Bruce Wayne, right? I think I think well, I th- actually I think his Bruce Wayne is better than the batman begins one like yeah I, I mean i i don't disagree with that to be honest yeah no this absolutely i do agree with that 100 i don't think christian bale ever quite mastered batman well, right? he's a method or, actor right so he's just yes 
So he was his, channeling his trailer, Batman, but it, his trailer had Bruce Wayne written on it. All the, my brother worked on the set and told me that. Well, it, was, it also goes to show just how wide a range Michael Keaton actually has. That like he's way underrated. I, yeah, there's there's so much of this that I like with um with him as a character investigating the Penguin, even though he's sympathetic to him at first, but he goes off on a hunch and he wants to be wrong about it, mm-hmm. right. That's I don't know. There's a lot of interesting character beats in this that I think are missing from the first movie because there's not a lot of character in the first movie. The first movie is a lot of caricature, right? Like everybody's just kind of playing to type. Whereas I think this movie you really get to because Jack Napier is completely unsympathetic yeah. from the moment you see him. There's not a sympathy. That's how Jack Nicholson thinks. There's not a lot of sympathy in a Jack Nicholson performance. Whereas there is sympathy in Danny DeVito. There's a ton of sympathy in Michelle Pfeiffer. The only character in this there's not a lot of sympathy for is Max Shrek. And you yeah. kind of you still kind of understand his motivations as a character, right? I'm protecting my family. Like I want my son to have all the my friend's an idiot. So I have to make sure that he is financially <laughs> protected for the rest of his life. So I'm gonna scam the city for the rest of its existence. Yeah. But but you also gotta say, like scenes like where they're in like he's he's trying Shrek is trying to get Danny DeVito a penguin, you know. He's introducing him as the next mayor. A room full of people are not of, of real people aren't going to react to that in that way when so, when a freak like that bites somebody's nose <clears throat> off. I mean, John, it's it, I mean it's it, that that is Tim Burton. Like that's Tim Burtonish. That you know is. everybody yeah, reacts but, the way they, Yeah, but you, I think that's a room of of yes men. That's a room of people that were paid to be there. Yes, that yeah, Dave's right about that. Those are yes men, and it. Have you not paid attention to the news cycle the last decade or so? Oh, God. Yeah, I know, right? Like, like uh... this movie's far less... That's something I noticed, too, is this movie's far less ridiculous than I thought in that sense. Because the stuff that got Penguin... They ruined Oswald Cobblepot's campaign. We've seen guys recover from much worse. Yeah. You know? yeah. We, I gotta give you that. Like we, that wasn't that bad in comparison. I I, you know? I, I, I can... With with what people believe these days uh, and, and put up with, and I, you know... I cannot uh, dispute that. My only, uh, it's funny though, I was talking about Max Shrek and his son. My only complaint is the actor who played Shrek's son. Oh, was trying to do a, yeah, felt like he was doing a walking impression. Yes. And it was just like, oh, <laughs> just the guy. So the guy who played him, right? He was in, uh, when I was in high school, one of my favorite movies was The Program because I loved, I was a high school football player and that was our uh-huh. movie. He was Latimer in The Program, the big juice head. So, I mean, like he's, not he's played a lot of football players throughout his career so the casting of him is very very interesting yeah i don't know but if it's, it's a good. really minor character like what does it super matter? minor yeah they i agree gotten, it doesn't they could have gotten joe blow at the sub shop down the road and that's and, basically what they did they hired a bodybuilder and they kept him covered the whole time which is a weird choice too that's fine yeah but yeah i mean like it doesn't but i get what you're saying like he definitely is doing a walk-in impression and i i can only imagine christopher walking as a gag told him to do it <laughs> because it probably yeah. entertained like it probably entertained because you know tim burton's not not telling to, uh, tim burton is not known for you know working with actors right yeah. he hires good people and says just you know make the movie and he worries about you know the aesthetic which is why actors love him because if they're not he's not kubrick telling guys to walk across the street 77 times yeah. right so i could absolutely see this guy going oh i'm christopher walken's son i'm gonna do a walk-in imprint you know bj moore basically out there Yep. Tim Burton, Tim Burton's not even on set today. You're gonna be walking. Secondary, second unit is filming today. We're gonna do a walking. There's also a lot of possibility that Tim Burton, that the second unit did in fact direct most of that guy's scenes. That is possible. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Dave, what you? But, think? Uh, oh, I was okay. Dave, what you think of this movie? What do you think? Like I said, I forgot how Tim Burtony it is, but I agree that like 
there's things in this that are a lot better than the first one. There's more of a developed Bruce Wayne character. You know, I I think the only thing that takes away from this movie, from it being like an ultimate classic, is the Penguin's a little over the top. We have to have that balance though. You have you have the uber serious Selena Kyle Bruce Wayne aspect, right? And then you have the penguin who's just way over the top. You gotta have the yin and the yang. Okay. You can't have two over the tops, two face and, and riddler in forever. And oh, then poison yeah. ivy and Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin. That that's not yin and yang. That's that's yang and yang yang. I'll say <laughs> this. I'll say this. It does set a precedence that gets way over the top, more over the top in the next two films. Yes. But yeah. I do, I agree with racing when I think that that character in itself, when they went to the decision to make, because the, the penguin is the most Burton-esque character in all of these Batman movies. Yes. Right? yes. Very much he's, so. a, he's a full on Tim Burton character, right? He's yeah. a monster. He's a monster. Right. So when the choice was made to not have Danny DeVito actually be the, the penguin that we know, right from the comics who i'll maintain is not that great a character because name me a great penguin story right they're not a lot of there's not i can't think of any to be honest with you like and his plot his plan was genius it's right out of the tv show too correct yeah and i mean he found all of max shrek's dirty laundry oh yeah that's awesome yeah and and he flaunts it in front of him max is denying it like a damn lawyer and a judge is behind him it's great it's a great scene (laughs) it is it's really good it's really well yeah we got all your toxic ways no that could be from anywhere okay what about these shredded documents that we put together no that ain't mine what about his hand that could be anyone's hand yeah Yeah, he was in bermuda (laughs) i mean he just it was just a great scene i I agree yeah, I think he had to be a little over the top when he looked like that, right? Because you couldn't have Danny DeVito being Danny DeVito yeah. with, you know, with that. If that was the if that was the aesthetic and the story you're going with, Danny DeVito can't be Danny DeVito. It's got to be a monster, right? But mm. I get I get what you mean. I get what you mean. That's a choice. It's a choice. But it was definitely dark. a choice. Super but dark. it was dark, man. Like he Super had this big plan to befriend or blackmail either or Max into making him mayor. So that he could get access, you know, he'd go back to the service level and be accepted by the people, become mayor even, just to get the records of all the firstborn children of Gotham, kidnap them in their sleep, and drown them. Fucking dark. It's yes, very dark. dark. The anti, yeah. Like I said, the anti-Moses, he was creepy. There, was wasn't, there, wasn't death. Exactly, there wasn't an age restriction. He's talking about drowning babies, bro. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're kidnapping great. little kids. Andy yeah. was watching it with me. He's like, he's kidnapping little kids. I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah. someone's got to stop him. And then Batman stops him. He's like, oh, thank God, you know. But yeah, it's it's legit. I mean, like, there's a there's an element to this version of the Penguin that's far. And again, they had to level up, right? Because Nicholson's Joker is iconic, right? Yeah. And in a sequel, you're always you got to level it up. This is even though he's focusing on killing less people, because Jack Nicholson's Joker is essentially a terrorist, right? right? That's essentially yeah. a terrorist yeah, yeah, attack. Yeah. This is far more cunning, yeah. far more cunning. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna man- I'm, I'm gonna manipulate like because this penguin character essentially manipulates everybody's because people didn't they don't reject him, they embrace him. Oh, you poor guy. Right. We're terrible, we're sorry, we're gonna be better. Like he understands that the surface world wants to reject him but won't because of their own guilt, their own fragility, as we'd say yep. today. Mm-hmm. So he knows that they're going to embrace him and he uses that to get the ultimate revenge. Like it's a it's a story that you wouldn't see a lot in 1992. It's something that I think has a lot more play today. Like it's a little yeah, ahead of its true. time in that regard. Right? Well and, and you can tell Tim Burton tried to play it for 
empathy, right? For totally. Some, well, sympathy. Manipulated, because, manipulated sympathy. Yeah, I, it, it wasn't the penguins' idea for the the mayor thing, though. That was Shrek. That was Shrek. But, but then he but he, yeah. he just saw an opportunity because Shrek yeah. and him are playing each other. Eventually, one's going to screw the other one over. Right. And both yeah, guys right. are aware of it, so it's a race to see who can screw the other guy first. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but if he's the mayor, no one's going to question him going into the Hall of Records. If you're if you're Danny down the street, of course, somebody's going to be like, "What are you What are you doing all day every day in the Hall of Records?" Right. You know, but because uh, and so but because he's become a, he's a media icon, right? He becomes a local media superstar almost immediately, yep. and then he becomes so popular that they run him for office. That's not. It seems ridiculous on the surface, but it isn't. We've seen mm. like in reality, we've seen people. And not just the one obvious thing, but I mean, there's been a lot of instances of strange people being like, why does that guy want to get in politics? We see that a lot. So this isn't like that crazy of a notion. Maybe the timeline's a bit truncated, but for the purposes of a, of a Tim Burton story, it, I think it kind of works. Yeah, yeah, okay. You, you, I mean, you're, you're right about that. Like the, at least that part of the story was, I mean, yeah, there was a real plan. He tried to put it through. Brute and and Batman did the detective thing, and yeah. so mm-hmm. you know. so it's a, a Batman movie, is what you're saying, John. It's far more of a Batman movie than I think the first one, which really because the, the critique on the first one is the Joker featuring Batman. Yeah, yeah, right. Like Batman's kind of a cipher in his own movie. This one definitely Batman's the driving force of the movie. Like it's Batman's story. Like he's got the goal he has to overcome. Right, and yeah, and it is a shame that this is the last Keaton. I know movie. Yeah. And the it's too ahead of its time, I think, right? Because I mean, we weren't ready for superhero movies that weren't super directed at, at kids. And I speak as a right. kid. I was with, I was the generation this was marketed to, right? Like Same. my mom was of the right age where she should have been on Oprah freaking out, which probably did happen. People were literally on talk shows freaking out about this movie because a man gets his nose eaten, you know. Yeah, right, right. Fair, fair as it is. So it's too bad because I really think that. The two, the if, it, if I think it was supposed to be the same character, I think it's supposed to be Two Face and Riddler. I wonder what that would have been like with Jim with him Burton at that one. Yeah, and Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah, probably, probably about the same Riddler. Maybe not on the extreme Saul level, like in the new Batman or the Batman. Like you're gonna get that dark, gritty Riddler. Yeah, I'm curious. My jury's still out on that one because that's not the Riddler to me. But I want to see it in action before making a, a judgment call. Well, you you, know? would, you wouldn't have had Jim Carrey and what's the other guy's name? Two Face. Why Jones? You, you wouldn't Why have would had you? them trying to out carry each other because apparently that's what happened. They were just yeah, trying yeah, to. Sure. They were both like, I, I can eat more scenery than you can. <laughs> so, and they just they just went for it. It'd have been different because Tim Burton inspires a different. It would have had a different feel to it, yeah. right? And yeah. Tim Burton gets his like because he people it's like people don't chew scenery in Tim Burton movies. Like there's some Not scenery really, chewing. Yeah. There's some scenery chewing here, but it's just like it works because like the scenery looks so weird, you know, like it it, yeah. it, it plays better. Whereas in that Joel Schumacher, I can't wait to talk about this one. That Joel Schumacher neon nightmare. Like yeah. I just don't I, the, the lighting is very like a light bluish hue in this movie. Yeah, very much Christmas. Yeah. Gives that cold yeah. flare feel of Christmas. Yep, kind of like an icy blue. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Matrix has like that green. That tint green. Mm-hmm. Has, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he definitely went a different aesthetic for this one. Oh, for sure. And I think that's the star of the show, quite honestly, is the the aesthetic, right? It's so, it is so Tim Burton, but it's like good Tim Burton because sometimes Tim Burton gets kind of off the rails a little bit, oh, you yeah. know, where it's no, like yeah. Mars Attacks. Christmas. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's, that's, yeah, that's good Tim. 
Yeah. Well, I, it's good Tim Burton, but it is off the rails. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, it yeah, could... that's the fun. That's the fun of the Nightmare Bros. Mm-hmm. Like, Mars Attacks is off the rails, and it's not that good. Like, yeah. Legend of Sleepy Hollow is off the rails, and it's not that good. Mm-hmm. Big Fish is off the rails, and it's awesome. You know, like, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, but Tim Burton had very little to do with Nightmare Before Christmas. He was more like... It's a... really... That's true. He's a pretty serious. Just kind of... It but was they, his but, idea. But they... But the fun fact how it connects to Batman Returns is that they wouldn't approve Nightmare Before Christmas to go into production until he did Batman Returns. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So they kind of held him hostage. They're like, okay, well, you want to do your little passion project over here? Well, you're going to do a little something for us. And that was Batman Returns. Very true. And we got two good movies. Yeah. Okay. Got a minute. Good. You heard it here, folks. Two Christmas movie, two bizarre Christmas movies on top yeah. of that. There is, there is, and Danny, El, the Danny Elfman's connection. I think this is very much the the soundtrack, and this feels more like the stuff that Danny Elfman became more known for with like the choirs, right? Because yeah. a lot of a lot of the yeah. Danny Elfman stuff is that that children choir thing, which we didn't really get in the first. Yeah, yeah. didn't get See, that in the first one as much. I, yeah, right. and again, Edward like I think started that one. Yeah, I think you're probably right. And again, mm-hmm. like that's just one more element. Like the, you're, you're right because I'm remembering. I, I should have taken notes. Like the mute, the music was more <laughs> otherworldly. Like it was, it For was, sure. more, it, it was more. It, again, like this is, this is why I keep saying this is the start of the slide to Crazy Town. But it, it's still I can't where but it, I can't it, where you're not, coming from. But it, but it's not like bad, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's just that this this if it stayed here we'd be fine but then they went you know but then tim burton didn't do the next one and yeah and and what was it val kilmer was the next one val kilmer yeah val yeah, kilmer yep. see yeah. one and done i think val kilmer and george clooney could have been decent in the batman bruce wayne roles with a director that really cared about i don't think joel schumacher really cared about this kind of stuff he was just trying to do you know uh 1966 and not even yeah, I think that's what he's trying to do. It's just his own version of the 1966 show. Cl- Clooney could have been a good one. Val Kilmer. I don't know. He's good. Doc Holliday's a cool character, man. Val Kilmer can do cool stuff. He, yeah, but I think but wasn't this during the time when he was he was starting to? I don't know. I he he was kind of diva-ish and did. Oh yeah, he's definitely yeah. This is like the pinnacle of him uh, as a leading man. This is like the saint and um, yeah, the saint, right? I'm trying to think of some other stuff that the Val doors. The, the doors, yeah. Peace, yeah. He was doing. He was a. He was a star, like a legitimate star yep. in the mid nineties. Oh, so yeah. yeah, he's definitely. He's definitely. That's why he got fired because he definitely was a diva. Yeah, he did. Yep. He didn't handle it as well as other people. But Clooney, mm-hmm. Clooney could have. You know. Yeah, George Clooney. Clooney gets the worst piece of shit to work with. I feel bad because right, he should have been all right. Yeah, but that. Oh wait, just... I, was, I thought we were talking about Clooney. That's why I said he's <laughs> Oh shit. Uh. Now, Clooney could have no. done it, done done it well. Had he like, like you, you know said, what's unfortunate? That, mm-hmm. You know what's unfortunate is that people that play Batman, you're either a good Bruce Wayne or you're a good Batman. There's there's no middle. You know what I mean? Like, I would, the, you consider, would you consider Michael Keaton a good Batman? I, I like him in this. Batman. I like him as Batman in this one. I feel like he has. I feel like he's doing more. Like even those scenes in the Batmobile when he's trying to like figure out what's going on, like he's cracking a joke here and there. Like he's a lot more loose in the role. Like I feel like we get more personality out of Batman in this movie, much more than the first one where he's just a dude in the costume. Yeah, Kevin, yeah. Con- Kevin Conroy was a good Batman and Bruce Wayne. I thought you were going to say even Kevin though he Coster. only did the voice. Hmm? I thought you were going to say Kevin Coster. No. <laughs> Why would I do that? I don't know. I was Kevin, like, that would have been interesting. Yeah. Kevin Costner is Batman. Hmm. Yeah. No. 
Yeah. As as old man like Dark Knight Returns Batman, like old man Batman, or maybe he could pull it off. We're getting old man Batman as Michael Keaton now, and it's yeah. freaking it's fantastic. I'm just so <laughs> yeah. excited. Like oh yeah, he's in the Flash movie, right? Yeah, as, he is uh, as yeah, Bruce Wayne Batman. It should be fun. I can't wait. I don't know. I think it all I, I comes think full circle. It kind of, yeah. especially when you know nerds rule the world, and we get to kind of push the the nerd limit on everything. You know, <laughs> ten years. Ago, there's no way ten years ago anybody would have given credence to that ever happening, right? That's right. a that's a that's a pipe dream, and now it's reality. You know, I'm just gonna say I think this movie ages a lot better than people have given it credit for. I it really does. Do. It did because I again I, like the first. I don't I don't remember them being this good, and you know they are way better than I remember. But then again, it's probably because after this came the next two. And yeah. that the stink probably was just retroactive. Uh, I think you're right. I think the last two are so bad. It brings the whole series with the exception of the first one. Cause the first one was such a cultural Marvel for lack of a better term down. I think like, I do think the second one it's thought of as a failure. So it gets lumped into the next two. I mean, yeah. and how do you get Robin so wrong? It really did. They, they messed that up unbelievably bad. You know, they had a, originally they had a Robin in this movie. How? He got cut out. Like, but he was on set and they had him and just got cut. Like, oh. like, oh, it's not working. It was Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans was going to be, they were going to introduce the character that would be Robin. It was Marlon huh. Wayans was going huh. to play him. And that he went um, and played, you know, <laughs> no, it, that was uh, Damon Wayans that played Black Man. Yeah, Damon Wayans, the younger brother. The younger brother. Yeah. I think it might have been pre before he was on Living Color. Marlon Wayans on Living Color. He would have been a teenager at that point. He was. He was like 18. He been, yeah. He would have been young. Cool. And, yeah. Closer to what Robin should be. Chris O'Donnell was like 60. Well, Carrie, <laughs> wait a minute. He was like 30. Is that yeah. how they got Carrie, though? Because Carrie was on, was Carrie came from in Carrie was on Living Color. That nothing is a complete no. They got Carrie because Jim Carrey was a gigantic star in 1994. At that point. Yeah. Okay. Like That's 19, a box office stall right there. Yeah. He had Ace Ventura. He had Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber that came out in the course of 12 months, and it made him like the top box office star in the world. Jeez. You know who the, the role was originally offered to, right? The Riddler was Robin Williams. Yep. Then That's what everybody wanted. Everyone wanted Robin Williams. Well, because he was originally offered the Joker, but decided to do Dead Poets Society instead. No, he was leveraged to get Jack Nicholson. That's why he was pissed about it. They said Jack Nicholson was dragging his feet, and they said, "Well, we're going to offer it to Robin Williams." And then Jack said, "I'll take." It. I would love to. Oh, I never better. heard that part before. Yeah, I don't Absolutely. think they got. To, I don't think they ever got to that point. I I, I know. But I just wish it existed. Me too. I would love to see what Robin Williams could have. And he was pissy about it. They offered him to him, and he returned. He said no. He they, he didn't like being used. It was kind of like um like Tim Curry was originally the Joker in Batman the Animated Series, and they I had a test that. with. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have test footage of him doing the lines and things like that. And it, it sounded great, but unfortunately he came down with like that bronchitis or whatever and he couldn't record, so they got Mark Hamill. But became, I mean it just but they have the, the, the ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's that's pretty that's pretty uh, ingenious casting in nineteen eighty two because what did Tim Curry just come off of? It. So yeah. he's pen he's penny yeah, well it, it was uh nineteen ninety. Nineteen I would say he just came off of it. So oh, he had yeah, been, yeah. yeah, he had been Pennywise. And now they cast him to play the Joker. So that makes perfect yeah. sense. But he sounded great. If you have, Imagine. it's on YouTube. You can look. I'm going to check. I am going to check that out when we're done with this. I'm, I wonder what that sounds like in my head, and I want to confirm that. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for Batman Returns. I don't. I'm not done with Batman Returns until John admits that it's one of his favorite Batman movies. It's. It's. I'm. I'm giving it my third spot, and that's you know. I needed it number two. Nah. Number two is Batman Batman Begins because 
for 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 me, just that one scene where you know where, where he's going out for the first time and he's just he's Clumsy. just you know hanging down out of the dark and coming out of the dark and nobody knows where he is. Oh, that's, yeah. that's that's the, the way that hmm? the train yard scene. Yeah, is that the, the scene you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way Batman should always operate because you know he you you jump into the middle of a whole bunch of goons and if they all got guns, you're dead. It doesn't matter how much armor you've got, but but Batman has always been planted out, go out, and they never see you coming, and always have contingency plans. They, you know, it, that's that's the way he survived. And seeing that on the big screen was like, yeah, this is it. Like this is this is the real Batman. Yeah, that's that's the very much the Morrison Batgod character that always has like the contingency plans, right? I feel like this Batman is like I said the last week, and I'll, I'll maintain it is the uh, Engelhart. Batman, right? Mm-hmm. The one who's just kind of more more rolling with the punches. But I agree with you. You know what I find interesting is you brought Batman against this scene. This movie has the exact same scene, right? Where Batman makes his escape flying over the city surrounded by bats. Yeah, yeah, true. Like that's I was I I forgot that this scene was in that was in this movie because I remember it's more famous from being in Batman Begins, I think. But it yeah. it came from this one. Yeah, I yeah, was thinking that. like Batman didn't really have time to prepare. So he he saw he was in town and the penguin goons popped up. I mean, there's not really much time to prepare for that. No, and that's 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 the Morrison Batman is the bat guy. He always once he kills him, he blew him up. That grenade oh, yeah. went off. Yeah, th- this Batman did not give any shits at all. <laughs> he just he just straight up murdered people left and right. Well, I mean, that's like wow. in Batman '89 when he dropped the bombs in the plant and he blew up a lot of people. Yeah. Tim Burton's Batman gives no fucks. This is people, and there's people that say, "Oh, Batman doesn't kill anybody." It's like, no, Batman will do what need be done here and there. He just won't shoot anything. That's his thing. I'm not shooting you. I'll, right, I will right, maim right. you. I will break your spine, but I'm not <laughs> going to shoot you. He may lose like, a few limbs, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's, it's Batman. Like he sticks a bomb on the fat clown at one point. I was like, damn, I forgot about that. And part. he smiled about it. He smiled. He smiled. That's what I said. He yeah. This Batman definitely has a not a penchant for killing, but definitely not a qualm. Yeah. Yep. Still the best Batman movie, hands down. And that includes Dark Knight. I'm sorry. This is my Batman movie. I get it. I get that's, it. That's perfectly fine. Because I, I know that we're all unified on the worst ones. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. Though uh, also shout out for former guest of the show, Doug Jones, who is the tall clown in this. Doug Jones has been in everything. Like the man yes. is ubiquitous. He's yeah. shown up at so many points in Hollywood history. It's crazy. Yep. Might be one of the first movies he did with uh, Tim Probably. Burton, too. Probably. He can't be that. He's got to be, like, in his early 20s in this movie. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So. All right. Guys, we'll be ready to uh, wrap it up and give some recommendations to our audience. So we'll start with Ray. And uh, tell people again where they can find Gorilla Brain Podcast. And you have any recommendations? Yeah, you can catch the Gorilla Brain Podcast on any podcasting app that's out there. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can catch me on Twitter at Gorilla Brain Pod. You can catch me on Instagram at Gorilla Brain Podcast. My recommendation, hmm. Recently, I've actually gone back. It's been about a year. And I've gone back and played the Resident Evil 2 remake. And that's, hang on, I got to put my dog back here. He was on my lap. I've been playing the Resident Evil 2 remake again. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, I would suggest everybody go back and replay that because I had very, I set the bar very low for that remake because Resident Evil 2 is probably my second favorite game ever. Mm-hmm. And, and when it came out, I was mind blown. And now I'm playing it a year later and my mind is still blown. How even, even like the noises from the, from Mr. X 
and the the scares from the liquors like everything is still getting me if you watch my twitch channel you would see me reacting like ah, ah, ah. it's it's great I, i'm i'm like a kid again i'm loving it so everybody go back and play the old resident evil 2 remake from 2019 wow nice jd i have a recommendation and a dear god stay away it's the same thing I just finished, uh, it took me a while, but I finally finished Firestarter, the Stephen King book. It took me a while to get through it. Um, wrestling season and all my time has been very divided. So I finally finished it this week. And I've been doing this thing where I'll read the book and I'll watch the movies. I never saw either. But I remember seeing like the first 10 minutes of, of the original Firestarter. You know, Drew Barrymore, David Keith. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I had that scene in my head. So I'm reading the book and in my head, I'm seeing, you know, David Keith and Drew Barrymore as these characters. Then I watched the movie. Book's great, by the way. Read the books. Absolutely fantastic. Book I got aged- a, I got a first right on the other side of this wall it's so good it's it's uh it's really good it's aged really well clearly the work of a man in the throes of cocaine addiction because it's the most paranoid piece of fiction i've ever read in my entire life (laughs) the government is after you at every corner and it's it's but it's good it's really good yes cocaine king is a different kind of king now let's talk about the movie holy shit what a piece of garbage this is one of the worst films. John's talking about bad dialogue where people are just saying things. And all I think is, bro, watch Firestar. They're literally, they're literally just spouting off things that were on the page. But like, you know, what you can get away with in, you know, prose, you know, especially uh-huh. when characters are like thinking is very different than, you know, and they're trying to get everything out there. But the dialogue is awful. And Drew Barrymore is actually pretty good at like just her facial reactions and like her like body acting is really good the dialogue the the work is is so bad like and it's what's amazing to me is how boring it is the movie is so boring for a movie oh steven here's the thing about stephen king films it's a 50 50 shot it really is either gonna be good or it's gonna be crap there's no in between no in between yeah okay so prepare yourself for either extreme delight or disappointment i feel like there's a good movie in here i know blumhouse has got the rights and zach efron is, is going to lead the next one and i am i'm hopeful because the it remake was really good but yeah, holy jeez is the uh, is the 1984 firestarter film something to stay away from read the book book's great don't don't do that to yourself with the movie in it i don't know did you ever see the rage carry too no i'm was- never going to that's, that's <laughs> pretty bad man I've heard. I've heard. I'm. I'm good. Carrie too. I'm good. What What was the one with the cats? The The Stephen King one with the cats. Pet, pet Cemetery. Not Pet Cemetery. Cat, no. Cat's Eye. No, not Cat's Eye. Are you talking about Skinwalkers? Oh, sk- uh, Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers. That's it. Oh, that's a yeah. piece of shit too. They. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. No, Sleepwalkers is awful. It's fun, bad. It's fun, bad. It's, it's fun, bad. It's cheesy, good. It literally has, it, I mean, it ha, there are a couple of horror directors that make cameos in it, but it literally has Stephen King making a cameo in it oh, going, I, I, I'm not taking any, any crap for this. I, I, I didn't do any of this. Oh, he wrote the script. Don't let him say that. He wrote the script for that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, he, but he's literally saying, I'm not taking the rap for this. It lit, that was his, his literal line was, yeah. I'm not taking the rap for this. They knew, they knew what they were doing with that one. That movie is clearly tongue in cheek, you know, yeah. ridiculous. Okay. And that ending, it didn't even feel like an ending. Like it built up to nothing, and then yeah. it just ended. Like it's weird. What... Sleepwalkers is a weird movie. Very, very. Weird. Is that your uh, recommendation, John? <laughs> actually, actually, if you wanna, if you wanna laugh, sure. Yeah, you could watch that. Um, 
also the nostalgia critic on YouTube does a really fun review of it. It's where you get the 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 timeless saying of corn on the cop, because I don't know if you remember, but in there he stabs him with a corn on the cop. It's like oh, yeah. Stephen, Stephen King's corn fetish or whatever. He's got yeah, he's got there's a corn thing. Yeah. Stephen King definitely has, and not just children of the corn, but there's a there's a long running corn motif in his yeah. work. He, for he sure. The thing cats and he has the thing with rats yes uh, like, like midnight shift i love midnight shift i love the book and i love the movie but yeah he's got a weird yeah he's got a weird thing with dirty animals yes but but my 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 recommendation another anime sorry guys here here you go jd here's one for you i love these things bring it on banished from the hero's party i decided to live a quiet life in the countryside I love that's these the titles. title i love and who I love that out? but it's 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 not what you think because at first you think it's just another Mary Sue you know power fantasy. And Clearly, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, but <laughs> of course, from that, from, of course, because it it spells it out. But it actually gets to something. It's starting to become really interesting. It's delving into kind of drug addiction and and you know what you do with your fate. You know whether or not you you can change your fate depending on who you are. It's like it's getting pretty good. So it, it's so way deeper than you'd think. Kind of ripping off Death Note a little bit in that aspect. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's a theme there, but this is a little bit, I don't know, the way this does it is a little bit different. And it's not dark like that. And it hopefully lit in this isn't a This isn't a Toei product, is it? No, this is, uh, I don't know okay, who makes this actually. It's on Funimation. Pissed. So it's, it's definitely through Funimation. Okay, because I'm a little pissed at Toei right now. If you, yeah. if you haven't checked my Twitter, yeah, I'm a little pissed off at them. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to be angry at Toei for. This is Yasumu yeah, yeah, Karakawa, so. Not even that, just they're, they're, they don't understand a fair use laws. Oh, yeah, um, no, they, so, they had that one guy who lost his entire, well, 150 yeah, of his totally videos. Totally not Mark. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like a really cool guy. And they're taking his livelihood because they were striking down videos, not even, they weren't even watching the full videos. They were just striking them down. Okay, gone, 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 gone. Within seconds. And then at the end, 160 videos are now gone. Yeah, And just some of the videos spot. didn't even have any IP in it. It was just him talking about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah but and- but all, it, all it takes is one sketch. All it takes is just one picture and they can strike it. And it's, yeah. it's third. So the bridge that we have in YouTube America, and then we have fair use here in America. Fair use is a little bit different in Japan. Yeah. We need to bridge that gap because a lot of content creators are getting struck down. Prince Vegeta, Senpai. I mean, they're they're all getting struck in. And it's just some special education guy working in their department just it's, clicking videos. Well, they, it's they, an far, al- they far, it's, it's they an algorithm, man. Yeah. Well, it's that's not just algorithm. They, they actually farm out to other companies to go to go through videos on YouTube and sometimes they farm it out to the wrong company and and then you hear about an apocalypse on YouTube the next day. Same thing happens in wrestling too, where these people who are just reviewing stuff get copyright struck all the time. Yeah. That happens in wrestling too? Uh-huh. It's common, real common. Yeah. Well, look, Marvel's, look at, quick to, Marvel's quick to drop the hammer too. And the NFL. The NFL will 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 sear your ass just for showing like a one second clip. Mm-hmm. Both, you know so yeah the co- copyright in america is stupid right now so anyway sorry dave it's okay i do not yeah, recommend copyright laws yeah. hmm. dave actually had his principal outfit on he was keeping us in line today he's not substitute dave today. um man no, dave your well, hair is so long i just noticed that right now it's like golden and shimmery in the light I he's actually sitting he's actually sitting on it right now 
It's impressive. I'm so beautiful. Side note on YouTube, I've heard this before. When it comes to copyright claim, their automatic responses, if someone claims against your video to just automatically strike it. Right. And then have you fight it. Because yes. And in, even, in, the, in the meantime, you, you lose even. all the revenue from it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can no longer air that video. They'll, they'll either put a block or they'll strike it down. But right. the appeal process on YouTube is a joke. It's right. You get you know, one video but it's, at a time. Right. It takes 30 days for a response. It's it's incredibly stupid. These are people that are content creators and they're losing their livelihood for stupid things like this. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, it's, they're erring on the side of, we don't want to get in trouble. So we'll just take what the guy's claiming it's copyrighted. Says. But if you fight it, if you fight it, Toei has never sued anybody, not mm-hmm. one content creator. So well, if you look, fight it, they'll let it go. Look at TFS. They fought them oh, for yeah. years. Oh, four star. Yeah. That's why a disclaimer is on every piece of property they have because mm-hmm. they don't want it to happen again. Yeah. All right. Well, I will recommend that you go to our website, superheroespeak.com, where you can find the podcast every week. Links to our social media at the top of the page. Reviews by our good friend D Square. And I have two recommendations. Number one, yeah, go watch the second half of Masters of the Universe and let me know what you think of it because. I don't, am I being too harsh or is there just like the writing's just not quite there yet? And there's definitely, there's definitely set up for a season two. So we'll see. And I also will recommend that you go watch No Way Home because that is what we will be talking about on next week's episode. Colin? (laughs) Okay, everybody except Dave Bitter. I'm out. (laughs) On that note, boys. I'll see you for Batman Forever. (laughs) On that note, boys (laughs) and girls, as always, thanks for listening and don't let you keep it caught in the door. Have a good week.